previously on Category 5 Technology TV. Would you like to take over the con and fly this thing? I would love to. Sasha, what did you do? All I did was push the green button. Oh, yeah, the bin. And now, the continuation. Welcome to episode number 324 of Category 5 Technology TV. It's Tuesday, December the 3rd. 2013. Nice to see you. I'm Robbie Ferguson. I am Sasha Dermatis. And coming up in the newsroom, Amazon would like to start delivering your order order via unmanned drones. Ooh. I know. Google is working on replacing you with a robot, at least on your social platforms. All right. Mm-hmm. I, wow, both of those are... Uh, yeah. It's um, all going to the robots, folks. A man from Newport accidentally threw out a hard drive containing $7.5 million worth of Bitcoin. And Sony has filed a patent for a smart wig. Yes, it's just as the name implies. Stick around. These stories are coming up later in the show. Sounds great. Thanks, Sasha. Tonight, we're going to be taking a look at the brand new Wirecast 5 from Telestream. Also, incidentally, we've got a professional copy to give away. Don't go anywhere. This is Category 5, and it's going to be a great show. This is Category 5 Technology TV. Starring Sasha Dermatis. Hillary Rumble. Krista Wells. Eric Kidd. And your host, Robbie Ferguson. This is Category 5 Technology TV. So nice to have you here. I'm Robbie Ferguson. I am Sasha Dermatis. Category 5.tv is a member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Cat5.tv slash TPN and the International Association of Internet Broadcasters. I know they're tricky. Cat5.tv slash I-A-I-B. There Internet we go. Association. No, International what? Association of Internet Broadcasters. Is that what it is? So I-A-I-B. I'm like, E-I-E-I-O. <laughs> that Yeehaw. has changed since the last I've been on. How about this? I will post links in the show notes <laughs> for that. episode number 324. <laughs> it makes it simpler for you. It makes it a lot simpler for Sasha. Wow. That's what we're talking about. Also, don't forget to check out our mobile website, m.cat5.tv. Head on over there if you want to check out the show on your mobile device. Exciting stuff. All right, wait. We've got a fun show tonight. I'm, I'm excited to show you Wirecast 5. I'm, I'm playing with it kind of, you know, I'm getting familiar with the new interface myself. So if you see me going... <laughs> What's going on? Okay. So everything else you know. in the show is now canceled. It will all just be... <laughs> so basically, the whole show, is, <laughs> strategically, it's all about Wirecast 5 tonight. It's really just me, you know, just making the show go. Really. So Wirecast. Oh, okay. It's the software that allows us to do camera switching and 
play spots and do all the overlays and you know that flying in the qr code all that stuff is powered by wirecast and that's what we're giving away (laughs) yeah no full broadcast suite professional edition worth nine thousand no one thousand nine hundred nine hundred and ninety five dollars worth four easy payments (laughs) of no it's it's like a thousand bucks that's incredible. So you really can't go wrong. I mean, this is the show to be watching, especially you know if you're interested in doing any amount of broadcasting, be it for your own show, if you uh, maybe want to broadcast church services or something like that, sports events, leagues. You know, kids are doing hockey this winter. Set up a camera, grab Wirecast and a laptop computer. Boom. Live to the web. That How do you is like that? Incredible. Lots of great ideas there. I've got the cat phone uh, strategically positioned over here. I can go get it. If somebody wants to give us a call, maybe you've got the number there. Do I have? Oh, I do have the number uh, here. There it, it is. It is 2545CAT5TV. Easy breezy. Or you can email live at category5.tv. Get your questions in. This is, uh, you know, that's what Category 5 is about, is getting your questions in Mm -hmm. and uh, being able to receive help from the live studio personnel. That's us. Speaking of help, thank you very much to all of the viewers who sent in donations during our Indiegogo campaign. You can still support us financially at HTTP, is that a colon, semicolon, slash cat5.tv slash c. Yeah, cat5.tv slash C if you want to donate uh, beyond the uh, Indiegogo campaign. Um, I want to say thank you. I mean, Sasha said it, but thank you to everybody who pitched in. Uh, We didn't even come close to reaching the bare minimum to get the studio built. But you know what? Every bit helps, and we're a lot closer. We raised a little over $3,000, which... Even though, you know, in the grand scheme of what we need to get done, it's not going to get us there. It is a huge chunk toward, you know, it's in the right direction. Mm -hmm. So we're going to keep at it. And, you know, we're not giving up. And uh, it's not discouraging at all. I'm so appreciative of everybody who who, uh, is a part of our our fundraiser and who wants to see this show grow. And we're going to just keep going and see how quickly we can get this done. So lots of great ideas uh, to think about. And uh, I'm going to take a bit of a downtime for the next week or two because it was a lot of work getting that all together. So, no doubt. And we're just going to kind of let it breathe. And then we're going to come back to it in the new year and we'll see uh, what we want to do. And we'll talk to you about that as well at home. You don't have all the money saved up in Bitcoin on a hard drive. Oh, you're about goodness. To- wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> oh, I forgot. I've got a hard drive over here somewhere that just happens to have $4.2 billion in Bitcoin. I totally forgot about this. This is awesome. It's so good. I was so going to throw this out. Wow. Coming up later in the news. Could you imagine? That poor guy. Spoiler. Spoiler. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to hear all about that. Oh, goodness. I want to say hi to uh, people who have newly registered on our website. I know I've got a list here of your names that we've written out. Here it is. Lazy Cackle Moto. Nice to have you registered on our website, Category5.tv. You want to take one? Wits. I will take Wits and Nice Linux. Hello. Nice to have you, uh, both of you joining us. John0101. And Lateb or Lateb. Also want to welcome back VB Cohen, who has uh, been absent from the show for quite some time and re-registered on our website, Category5.tv. So nice to have everybody registering, becoming a part of the the show and the mm-hmm. community. And it's it's encouraging... Also, to there's constantly 
people registering on the website and wanting to be a part of this fun, exciting community here at Category 5. And uh, we love having you here. So it's free. Category5.tv. It's how you win stuff. You've got to be registered. We've got some contest announcements tonight. We've got more stuff we're giving away before Christmas. So you don't want to miss out. Make sure you get registered at Category5.tv. Excellent. Yeah, everybody else, all the cool kids are doing it. All the cool kids. (laughs) So you're registered. Am I registered? Are you registered? (laughs) She's not cool. Oh, not cool. that news. Is it time for the news? No, it's it's actually, it's not anywhere near the time for the news. So, I'm not, I don't so think I'm registered. Now, in my defense, I have like a solid, so like. In so, your defense, you don't even own a computer. Exactly. Let them know. That I is mean, my defense. I am computerless. I have like one tiny little smartphone with not a lot of space for my typing. We have a mobile website. Yeah, except that it, it is difficult to navigate. My computer, Okay. Let me honestly tell you, and okay. I it's, it has nothing to do... It does... No, I'm not digging anything. Let me... No. For some reason, you know how when you're typing something and you type it wrong and the little red no. line comes underneath and you click oh. on it and it changes to the right thing? Yeah, sure. It doesn't do that for mine. When I click on it and change... Oh, you've disabled the autocorrect. No. Good thing. It's The autocorrect oh. has gone haywire. So when I go to correct a word down here in the body... Yeah. For some reason, it keeps that bad word, or not bad word, sure <laughs> incorrect <does>. word, <laughs> but then it, it inserts, additionally, the correct word way at the front of the body, like right okay, at the beginning. It's crazy. weird. It's yeah. crazy. I don't know how to fix it. I don't want to get a new phone. It's hard to explain to the tech people there why I would like to have my phone replaced Hmm. it's like a weird strange thing and it's so irritating that you might have noticed you'll email me these nice like loquacious huge emails and i'll email back that's her way of saying that i'm long-winded three words i'm like yes okay see you then because when i go to type or change anything it it's very annoying on my phone and i would really like a new computer for christmas santa hint hint (laughs) is santa watching santa baby (laughs) santa baby watching so hopefully maybe well we can email him a copy of the of the show you know i am begging for a laptop all right okay i really want to get straight into wirecast okay i'm excited about this we've been seeing it coming for some time waiting for the next big release craig in the forum has been alluding to it for about 17 years Everybody's like, when's the next big version coming? When's the next big version? And all he can really say is, oh, well, we'll bring out updates as they come. And there is a big version coming, but I am not allowed to say anything. It's under embargo. So it's here, Wirecast 5, and you can get it from cat5.tv slash Wirecast. I'm going to bring it up for you. Cat5.tv slash Wirecast gets you there. It's here, and there is a free trial, downloadable, ready for you to play around. Give it a test with your webcams. See how you like it. See how it works for you. It's exciting. So one of the things that I was a little bit hesitant about, just to be honest, is that we are a very active um, Wirecast-produced, Wirecast-broadcast show Mm -hmm. in that we never have any downtime. We go from week to week to week, and we're always broadcasting. There's never a chance to take two weeks down to play around with the latest and greatest. There's never a chance to, if I install it, when do I have a chance to uninstall it if something goes wrong? 
right? So it's risky. It's risky. It's always risky for us. So last night, this is how close it comes, right? Because we were wrapping up everything from the fundraiser. We're wrapping up everything from last week's show. And then last night deployed Wirecast 5. And lo and behold, perfect, seamless process to get the upgrade from Wirecast 4. So I was nervous because I was doing a major upgrade, mm-hmm. not just Wirecast 4 to 4.01. I'm talking Wirecast 4 to Wirecast 5. New interface. They said there's new codecs. It's going to be brand new. It operates a lot differently. How big of a jump is that going to be? So let's go through the install process together. This is the install of Wirecast on our actual live broadcasting server. We agree to the terms and conditions. Where do we want to save it? This is uh, on Windows 7. Wirecast 5 is uh, compatible with Windows 8. This question here is important. Do you want to install the virtual microphone? Wirecast 5, Wirecast has this great feature called virtual microphone, which allows us now to output the audio to a capture, like a virtual capture device. So now I can actually source audio from Wirecast to Skype video. Mm -hmm. I can use it as the source. I can uh, throw it over to Google Hangouts. I can throw it over to, in our case, a program called But, which is broadcast using this tool. And that's what we actually stream Category 5 radio with. Okay, So that gives you the audio feed coming off of Wirecast (laughs) virtual microphone. All these crazy names, right? It's so cheese, you're talking it's out of... Talking out of our butts. Here at Category 5. That's the software. <laughs> I don't name it. I just um, use it. So, back to it. Sorry. We definitely want to have the virtual microphone set up. Mm-hmm. It is a fantastic addition. Ever since they brought that into Wirecast, it's really opened us up to being able to source video out to other devices. Okay. So carrying on with the install, really, really easy, super fast. Remember that I've, I've already been using Wirecast 4 on this system for the longest time, and it's done. It's complete. And uh, so we can close out of the installer and just open Wirecast. And lo and behold, this is the nervous point right here, what's going to happen to my files. And it actually loaded the last episode of Category 5. You'll see the shot list is from episode number 323 you see eric's shot there and everything like that and uh, everything works just as would be expected so that was both surprising and exciting for me coming out of the box being able to fire up wirecast 5 for the very first time with no incident Mm -hmm. and not only that but it loaded the last episode the saved file from my hard drive from wirecast 4 and allowed us to just continue broadcasting. So I didn't have to recreate any of my shots. We're, mm. in fact, here we are using Wirecast tonight. There we are. We've got all the shots from previous weeks, and everything is working just fantastically well. That's amazing. Yeah. So that, that's good. Um, it's compatible with Windows or Mac OS. There is not a Linux version of Wirecast, and that, uh, you know, we would love to see something like that. But truth is, sometimes there are instances where you absolutely have to have Windows or Mac. Here's one of them. So what is Wirecast? We know it's a camera switcher. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. So think of it this way. Starting at only uh, the price starts at $495. Right. You're able to get a full camera switching production suite for live broadcast and record to disc all in one piece of software. So oh, okay. it uses your existing hardware. Uh, which has to be reasonably decent hardware in order to operate. Of course, you're going to be switching probably HD cameras these days. But multiple inputs, we use Blackmagic Intensity Pro capture cards, and everything comes in just fine. New version also has Blackmagic output so that you can have monitors using HDMI, which is another fantastic thing. But let's take a quick look at what it is. There we go. So this is actually, we're live right here. You can see if I raise my hand and wave. Um, We're actually live in the shots down at the bottom there. So at the bottom, you'll see that the frame rate is very, very low. And that is, in fact, the way that we want it. um, Because we don't want to have a high frame rate in our previews, because that's just using a whole lot of CPU power for something that we don't really need. Mm -hmm. Previews are handy so that as I'm working here, and if something dramatically changes, if I take my desktop over here and change it, isn't it nice that the thumbnail Right. Down there in the bottom left actually changed as well. So then when I change to that shot. You know. There you go. Mm-hmm. So Wirecast gives me a good live representation of what that is through that thumbnail. So these shots are basically, as I click around, this changes the camera. Up here you'll notice that I don't have a preview window because I'm live to air. And so uh, preview just is more work for me to, to use. You can use a preview window if you like. And that just gives you a a double shot so that as you change camera angles, it will actually show you on the left-hand side your preview before it actually cues it up and goes. So you can disable your automatic live setting and it will will, uh, do that a little bit differently. But I like to just have it go live instantly as I click. And that's me. It's different for everybody. And that's what's nice about Wirecast. It's adaptable. Mm -hmm. So it's a full suite. It's... It feels like it's really evolved and grown into a professional broadcast tool. And Wirecast has always been on the higher end of the software spectrum when it comes to broadcasting. But this is really pushing it toward, wow, it feels like an appliance. It feels like I'm running you know, high-end appliance hardware for my broadcast. And there it is. So you see a few different things. You see that the, the audio meters over on the right-hand side give a representation of my voice, any audio that's happening. And that's coming in off of our mixing console. You'll see that in my shot. So you'll see that here I am. This Mm -hmm. is my camera. There it is. There are two line-in devices. The first one is a high-definition sound card, and the second one is a sound blaster, uh, just a sound blaster card that I stuck in, PCI Express. And the first card is actually pulling audio off of our mixing console. That's the board that um, that actually runs our microphones and all that kind of stuff. Okay. The second one is actually a tablet. So you guys don't see this at home. It's kind of interesting. But the second sound card is, in fact, uh, a tablet system, an Android, basically, right. tablet that we run our sound off of. So if I want to trigger our, so- our music, it's as simple as just touching our theme song on that screen. So that's kind of cool. Uh So that comes in on the second sound card. And then we've got up here where you see our checker. And that's, in fact, the lower third that we have there. So when I put in Robbie Ferguson. With Wirecast, I can actually change that as much as I want to my heart's content. Right? (laughs) And it's as simple as that. Remember, we're doing all this live. Is that not cool? 
That's amazing. That we're able to actually do. I'm, I'm actually clicking and doing everything that you're seeing on your screen right now is happening live. Nothing and you, pre-recorded. And he's not even breaking a sweat. Not even. Incredible. We're cool. We're cool. I love it. So next up on Wirecast here, let's take a look. Okay, we've got our output settings. This is where you've got your virtual microphone. You see how that works? Mm -hmm. So virtual microphone is set up to send the audio that I see here on the left out to other software and devices. So that's where there's but broadcast using this tool is actually pulling that audio and is pushing it out to category five radio. Okay. Okay. So beyond that, we've got all of our sources. So cameras, our demo computer screen, which is just Mm -hmm. an IP address on our network. And that works by a software called desktop presenter, which is also provided by, uh, by Telestream and it's part of the Wirecast software. So you'll see, oddly enough, even though Wirecast doesn't work on Linux, Desktop Presenter, in fact, works just fine on Linux. And that is because we're using Wine. Wine? Wine. Wine makes everything work. (laughs) Fantastic. (laughs) Wine is a piece of software that allows us to um, run Windows applications, some Windows applications on Linux. And we've shown it on the show and there are videos on our website. Go to our website, click on the search and do a search for desktop presenter and you'll see how it's done. You can actually make it work on Linux. So that lets me stream the desktop through our network. Right. So there's no HDMI cable going out from the computer to the input on on the broadcast computer. We don't have to do that. So I can pull in as many computers as I want at 60 frames a second and stream them live to the internet. Wow. Directly through and Wirecast. they can be any operating system. That can be Windows, mm-hmm. Mac, Linux, mm-hmm. running Desktop Presenter. Absolutely, Linux is not officially supported, but as I've shown here and as I've shown through the show, and we've actually done a demonstration to teach you how to install it on Linux. Um, that is absolutely functional, even though not officially supported. Hmm. Very neat. So, a little bit more in depth. These are our shots. I've shown you this just really, really briefly. And for me to edit any one of these shots, it's simply a double click. So there's Sasha and I. Mm -hmm. And if I want to edit Sasha's shot, there you go. Sometimes if the camera is too high or too low, right live on the show, I'll actually reposition the camera, which is as simple as doing something like that. (laughs) I'm making it difficult. (laughs) Dragging the the mouse. There you go. And again, changing the, uh, the checkerboard if we want. That's the lower third titles. If I wanted to, I can create new shots in Telestream Wirecast. And there are a few different options. First of all, if we want to add a video file, if we want to add an audio file, or if we want to add a desktop presenter screen. Desktop presenter is what's actually allowing me to show you this screen right now. I've actually created a desktop presenter shot with Telestream Wirecast. So if I wanted to create, say, a virtual studio set, I could go and add a new shot. And with that new shot... I can create a virtual set. And you've seen this as we uh, demonstrate some of the things that we were hoping to do with the new studio. We can actually create virtual sets and things like that. So absolutely limitless as to what we can do with Telestream Wirecast. Really exciting stuff. I'm going to be showing you over the next couple of uh, weeks where we're actually going to do a few. 
we're actually going to do a few shows where we're going to demonstrate um, the the product and how to use it with various different cameras, what kind of difference the cameras make, um, what kind of things you need to do in order to get good audio, and how to actually use Telestream Wirecast. So I'm very excited. You know, tonight is just show you. This is what it is. This is what it does. Mm-hmm. And we're actually going to be teaching you a little bit more about broadcasting over the next little while. And uh, we're going to actually give away a free copy of Telestream Wirecast Pro Edition. And that is worth $995. So um, definitely something you want to get in on. Do you want to let them know how they can win that? I, I can let them know. Because I know she's like, I want to do the news. I I'm can- so excited about these stories. Our contest announcement, basically, we're collecting ballots right now. What? Mm-hmm. It's in yellow. So you know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so you know where to go. Uh, yes, we're collecting ballots. Email live at category5.tv with the subject line, I want Wirecast. I want Wirecast. In ca- cap locks. Maybe However some exclamation Lots points. Lots of explanation points. Emoticons will mm-hmm. help. Yeah. And in the body of the email, give us your registered username on category5.tv. It's that easy. Although you do have to be registered. Register at category5.tv today. It's free. Join our family. So, and then win. Simple as that. Simple as that. All you got to do. Register. Send us an email. Win. Say, I want Wirecast. Tell us who you are. That's right. And win. Put some smiley faces in there. Love Mm -hmm. them. Good luck. Is it news time yet? It's news time. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Right. I'm really most excited for news story number four, but we'll okay. start with number one. <laughs> now, Jot was saying, I'll just say, Jot was saying that there's something, is there something illegit about this news story? But it's, it's come across the wire. This is the real news. And if, it's, if, it, if, if this is not actually happening, then I need to know about it. But is this oh, actually... that it might not be it real? It might not actually be real. But... The, is it April 1st? No, it's not. Then this, it has the to job be real. Is pulling our legs, or somebody's pulling our legs. But this is the news as it came across the wire today. So, so here we hoping. go. Here's hoping. This is this great. is cool. The chief executive of Amazon, Jeff Be- Bezos, says that they are testing unmanned drones to deliver goods to customers. The drones, called octocopters could deliver packages from the world's largest online retailer to customers within 30 minutes of them placing the order. I feel like this is something he would do, actually, after listening to some interviews with him. I think that this they is might definitely, just try it. This is a brainchild. Even, that, this is, yeah. Even if it's not legal, right? it can become legal with the buying power of a company like Amazon. Now, this says All that... Right, what does it say? That... I know this looks like science fiction, but it's not, Mr. Bezos told 60 Minutes. We can do half-hour delivery. We can carry objects, we think, up to 5 pounds, which is 2.3 kilograms, which covers about 86% of the items that we deliver. The U.S. Federal Aviation Administration has not yet approved the use of unmanned drones for civilian purposes. There you have it. But it could take up to five years, and it could take up to five years for the service to start. Makes yeah, sense. I guess once you start approving unmanned drones for things, there's going to be people will <laughs> have to walk the streets wearing helmets. Like you, you really, yeah, you'd ha- you'd be in trouble even if they had like a, a height limit. Like your kids on trampolines oh, yeah, just getting bonked by an octopus. Well, the thing's got to fly pretty high, right? These things can fly a kilometer up or something. So what? It, yeah. Yeah. Why not? What if it crashes though? Right. Then it's a book. I mean, and it's an octocopter. It's 
it's not gonna i'm not saying i disapprove because i kind of really love the idea yeah. i'm just imagining why it will take a little while to be approved <laughs> because the what, of the, payload. the what if the what if category is pretty high for catastrophe yeah it's like you just stand there like you know okay so place your order and then stand out on your front deck and just hope that it lands on you you want to make sure that your address is right. You know how sometimes oh, yeah. on Google Maps, well, you if might you have put to the address geolocation in? or something. What if it lands on your roof? What if it lands in a tree? Oh. Who's piloting these things? <laughs> these are the questions that we have for Amazon. Right. What if I'm going to order a book and get free drone delivery. I don't order books from Amazon, though, even though I totally appreciate the idea. I really love going to the bookstore and getting personal customer service. I love it. At a bookstore? I love it. No offense to bookstores everywhere, but... They are great people. I know. It's it's such a catch-22 because I love the convenience that I have already done a lot of my Christmas shopping from the comfort of right here Mm -hmm. and it's not just books anymore amazon has furniture and appliances and barbecues and everything Mm -hmm. it's like your big box store online and it's quite often free shipping that's convenient by octocopter by yeah mine came by canada post but it got here which is amazing i yeah now that said i went a couple of days ago to our local bookstore yes and Did they have what you were looking for? No. There you have they it. They checked Amazon so, and told me to get it there. So what do they do? <laughs> they say, this is the problem. I, I've gone to the local bookstore and they'll say, we don't have the book that you're looking for. This is a very specific title. Uh, we can order it. It'll be two weeks. I'm sorry? Mm-hmm. You, why don't you order it from Amazon and then get it the next day and sell it to me for a markup or something? I know. That's where it kind of falls flat. Amazon's got it going on. They do. They really do. They haven't completely won me over yet because I like conversation. I bought a book (laughs) on Amazon for my daughter for Christmas. And in transit, it got damaged by Canada Post. I mentioned Canada Post because then everybody who's listening can go, oh, yeah, 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 of course. It got damaged, of course. So then it got shipped back to the person who shipped it to me which sold through Amazon. They weren't mm-hmm. actually Amazon. They were selling through Amazon. And they said, well, I can't sell this as new. It's damaged. And by damaged, I mean they folded it in half and creased the cover. Oh. Which is a really stupid thing to do when it's obviously a book. But that's what happened. So they actually signed it off and said, you know, we've refunded your money. Can't sell it as new, so here you go. And they sent it to me anyways. So I ended up getting the book for free because it had a creased cover and just good customer service got here in a timely fashion and well in advance of Christmas, so hmm. can't beat that. No. But it didn't get delivered by an octocopter. I, I just awesome. really want that to catch on in a safe way where I don't have to wear a helmet everywhere I go. Yes. Um, is that a picture of me wearing a helmet? Is that, that you happen? wearing a helmet? <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, I, we just happen to have a picture of Sasha wearing a helmet. No, that is one creepy-looking robot, as a matter of fact. Oh, wow. Wow. Um... Anyhow, on to the next story. (laughs) We just happen to have avatars of Sasha on standby. (laughs) (laughs) I feel weird. Um, If maintaining your presence on social media is becoming a burden, Google may be able to help. The the search giant has patented plans for software which slowly learns how you react on social networks. 
creepy. The software can mimic your usual responses to updates and messages from friends and relations to help cope with the daily data deluge. (laughs) Okay, so hold on. Thinking about every teenage girl on the face of the planet. So basically this thing will automatically like photos of kittens. Yes. Will automatically tag things with LOL. And smiley faces. Smiley faces. That's not just a teenage girl thing. No. <laughs> I, I love my smileys. <laughs> and yeah, How things like awesome, t- ex- like multiple yeah. explanation. Ex- so you can sit back. So points. Yeah, I exclamation points. <laughs> what uh, what happens when everybody's using one of these robots? Nobody needs to talk to each other and any it's longer. Just everybody and it's just. A whole bunch of robots just liking each other and LOLing at each other and right. smiley faces. What happens if I need to react pictures. to something and it's been reacted to in an inappropriate fashion and then I have to backtrack and be like, oh, oh I'm dear. sorry, my other self said that. Yeah. My robot me said that. Because there are some things that come up in social media that you need to actually think outside the box. Use critical thinking before you use you respond. Hmm. You know, Makes you think, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. What would so, your social media robot act like? Would it be a jerk? I uh, hope not. No, mine would just have a like, lot of smiley faces, like a bunch of <gasps> lots of likes, photos of kittens. No, I don't. I don't do that. Not just kittens. in case it's a memes, political memes. I don't even know what that means. Memes mean <laughs> <laughs> that's horrible. <laughs> you need. A robot. I need a robot. The software al- yeah. also analyzes continuing interaction and flags messages that demand a more personal response. There we go. Oh. They do flag messages. So it lets you know. Yes. Fabulous. This one is from mum. Please respond. Wait. <laughs> like. oh, I got to log in. Like. Oh. I can't see this going great places. No. I'm kind of freaked out that Google is now trying to read our thoughts, actually. Don't worry about thinking, says Google. We'll do that for you. We'll Don't. actually replace you. We know where you are, what you buy, what Absolutely. what you do, what you think, how you eat. What you watch. Here's a list of things you might like. And you know what? Don't even worry about considering whether or not you like them. We'll just like them for you. Perfect. <laughs> I'll just sit back. All do my show, Google. You'll just be in your backyard thinking, I would really like to read this book. And all of a sudden, an octocopter is just going to drop it beside you. Google thought you might like this. And then suddenly it's liked on your profile. I mean, just like that. (gasps) Oh, the world. Awesome. I love it. Is that it for that? That's it for that. That, Wow. That is done. Oh, dear. Look at this. Be careful what you throw out when cleaning up all that computer junk in your garage. A Newport man has been searching a landfill site in South Wales, hoping to find a computer hard drive he threw away that is now worth over four million pounds or seven point five million dollars. Ouch. I hope he didn't tell his wife. Bitcoins are a virtual form of currency for use online, and James Howell's hard drive is said to contain seven thousand five hundred of them. Having spilled a drink, possibly wine, on his computer back in 2009, he pulled the system apart and kept some of the components in a drawer, including the computer's hard drive. It sat there until this year when he cleaned the house and threw it away. 
No. This is a Sasha move extraordinaire. Ask oh. me where my baby pictures are. Oh, Sasha. Um, it wasn't until later that he remembered it contained the bitcoins. They were working next to nothing. They were worth next to nothing when he obtained them back in 2009. So then it didn't matter. But this week, a single bitcoin's value hit $1,000 or 613 pounds for the first time. It means Mr. Howell's collection is now worth $7.5 million or 4.6 million pounds. And now that we've said this online, everybody's going to be in the landfill in yeah. uh, where <laughs> dig through. Newport. Go to the Newport landfill. Well, here's stat. the problem. I mean, he so he's there and he says to them, okay, well, h- how do I find it? And you're looking out over the abyss that is the landfill. And it goes on for as far as a football field. And not only that, he threw it out sometime this year after cleaning, not last right. Tuesday, right? So you figure that big of a space and something five, six weeks gone, like something that long ago that got thrown in the landfill, would be maybe seven feet underground Jeez. under you know, all that garbage. Every hoarder on earth watching this right now is saying, aha. <laughs> this is why I keep this stuff. I'm keeping it. Hank! In my- might be worth seven point five million. I told you I wasn't going to throw that out. <laughs> I told you so. I had seventy five hundred bitcoins. Maybe it was the something he was drinking that he spilt that made him forget the fact that he had oh, bitcoins on his hard drive. I hope that he had strong drink. Ooh, yeah. So that is so painful. Moment of silence for yeah. the bitcoin. Sorry, buddy. Oopsie. Yeah. Now on to my fave. Okay, you got another one for us. Yeah. Oh, look at these. <laughs> and the answer is, because I saw the question in the chat room, not a wig. I'm wearing Not a wig. Not a wig. Extensions, yes. A wig, no. <laughs> totally different. Um, Sony has filed a patent application for smart wig as firms jostle for the lead in the wearable technology sector. It says the smart wig can be worn in addition to natural hair and will be able to process data and communicate wirelessly with external devices. Kind of cool. <laughs> kind of cool. Well, I'm picturing that orange wig on top of your head can be worn in addition to your normal hair. So it's orange to here and then black the rest of the way. Except that my natural hair is actually shorter than that orange wig. <laughs> Which is why me reading this story is extra funny. All right, well, we got to get our hands on one of these. How would Robbie okay. look with that blue? According to the filing, the smart wig can help nav- navigate roads and collect information oh such goodness. as blood pressure. So, all of those blonde jokes, gone. Because you put the blonde wow, wig on so and all of a sudden, you're so smart. <laughs> you can just think you want that book. And then the octocopter. Google done. reads your mind. So I can be standing there with my blonde wig and I can read your mind because Google imparts it to me. Blown away by this. I was creeped out and freaked out by the other stories, but when fashion is involved... Now it makes sense, Now I'm like, just buy a wig. Now it all comes together. (laughs) You can probably have it drop your wig from uh, Opticop. We can find a wig for you. Order it from Amazon? Amazon. Don't get it shipped by Canada Post. No. The Japanese firm said the wig could be made from horse hair, human hair, wool, feathers, yak hair, buffalo hair, or any other kind of synthetic material. Hmm. Let me tell you, in all of the research I did, opt for human hair a little bit more comfortable it might be more expensive but it's less creepy more comfortable less creepy than sort of less creepy than yak hair (laughs) 
horse hair. I'm picturing like, wool. And those are be, beautiful. You'd, you'd have to have like real curls, right? Like, Did you have your hair done? Uh, no, I shaved a horse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, boy. At the same time, the communication interface and sensors placed in the wig are at least partly covered by, wi- by parts of the wig in order to be hidden from sight during use. Hmm. That's important. For example, you wouldn't know that these are extensions. I can understand. You could put like a little thing in there. This is my real hair. Anyway, yeah. Um, (laughs) It said that as a result, the device has the potential to become very popular as it could be used as a a technically intelligent item and fashion item at the same time. If it looks real, then it might be smart. No, the fa- no, it's so think- ludicrous. It's such a ludicrous, oh, yeah? hilarious okay. thing that it first off, it will work. Um, right. right. Super like, bright blue I can't hair. leave the house yet because I can't think on my own without my wig. Right. So you have to, you know, let me Google that for you. You have to like chew on your hair or how does that work? How does it work? I don't know. I, it must communicate wirelessly. In the rain, you get electrocuted. I mean, that's a problem. Yeah, but if you're going to go through all the, the trouble to buy a smart wig, you're probably not going to end up Third in the rain. rain. Yeah. Uh, you or probably have a smart, smart umbrella, umbrella that yeah. will automatically deploy itself <laughs> upon Great humidity. Minds. Yeah. Wow. Unreal. I am so happy I was here today to read the news. <laughs> and we're happy to have you. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, you can get the full stories. Category5.tv slash newsroom. That's you. You can take it from there if you want. Where is it? Is it not there? No. Oh, you're just supposed to have it memorized. You can go ahead and do it. Put on your smart wig. Yeah. Google it. How did you forget that? You can get the full stories on our website, category5.tv slash newsroom. If you have a story that is worthy of on-air mention, all you have to do is email us, newsroom at category5.tv, and we will do our best to get your story in. And give you credit on the newsroom blog. Took the words right out of my mouth. For the Category 5.TV newsroom, she is Sasha Dermatis. Yes. I'm Robbie. Excellent. I'm just here along for the ride. I've been looking for interesting kind of creative ways to get Christmas gifts this year. Ways to think of ideas or ways to just get different the ways than going into big box stores and buying the latest toys mm-hmm. for the kids. So what? I'm just not into that. So are you thinking oh, of buying stuff and modding it for yourself? Or? Um, no, no, not necessarily. I'm not crafty or, or mm-hmm. able to really get into that kind of stuff. But one, one thing that struck me is that we were in a store, you know, where they have the shelf full of personalized pens and pads and magnets and stuff. My daughter, whose name is Natalia, says, the, the one thing I don't like about having, and she's eight years old, and to have her say it so articulately was so cute. The one thing I don't like about having a unique name is that there's never a pen with my name on it. I know. And she shows me, she says, there's one that says Natalie, but there's never one that says Natalia. I hear you, Tally. I know. Because let me tell you, Sasha, first off, is a boy's name. No. It is a boy's name. What are you talking about? It's a boy's name. And you wouldn't find it in the boy's section, but you also won't find it in the girl's section. It just doesn't exist. And you may find it on a a food dish for a German shepherd because that is like most sashes that I know are German (laughs) shepherds. Oh, dear. She's got a great cereal bowl. So as I was growing up, everybody was like... 
a human Sasha? My neighbor's dog's name was Sasha. And uh, yeah, I went through the whole, like, I'd go into the S section. My sister's name is Sarah. And she would have, like, a a plastic plate and a little plastic mug and a pen. And I would have nothing. So at school, you've hung out with Daisy and... If I would have been, like... (laughs) There was not a rover. You're so mean. (laughs) That would be so cool. I've never never even thought that about your name. Come on. Well, it's true. It means defender of mankind. And of course it does. Of course, of course. right? You can tell. Just My middle name is Sword. So there you go. There's yeah. something to just know. Just Sword, literally. Well, it's a, it I translates a long, into. Sword? I have a long princess name, but one of my middle names is Sword. Like huh. actually, the weapon. I, on the other hand, do not have a long princess name. You don't have a long princess no. name. I have a uh, Jedi name, but that's a whole another story. Huh. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so with you thinking along those lines. Yes. So I got online, and of course, Vistaprint came. To the forefront and said, okay, well, this is cool because you can get pretty much anything made. So, you know, thinking about that and going here and lo and behold, what do they have? But they actually have, you know, pens and stationery and all that kind of stuff. There's pens. So I can go to pens and it's so easy. Choose a pen, get started. And what struck me is it starts at five bucks. And that's pretty, oh, that is pretty awesome. good, right? And not advertising, you know, we're not associated with Vistaprint or anything like that. But just to give you an idea, maybe this is something that might give you a good idea. So I say, okay, well, let's look for butterflies. She loves butterflies. And isn't that perfect? Looks brilliant, right? So you just click on the pen. It's a pretty smart system. And I haven't used Vistaprint in a while. Uh, When they first came out, they were pretty good too. But So I said, okay, Natalia Ferguson. Isn't that cool? That easy. That is incredible. And it actually shows you that what the pen is approximately going to look like. And I said, okay, let's see what happens here. And I click next. And okay, that looks really, really good. I approve that and click next. And lo and behold, five bucks puts me through the cart. And a couple days later, comes in the mail. Wow. Oh. And there you go. And it's just that easy. You know what would have been so, way better about this story? What? Is if you pretended like it just happened now. Oh, look at that. Oh, it's and already then... here. No, but... <laughs> that would be false the advertising. The story is based firmly I in reality. Saying, Whoa! It just appeared from an optocopter. <laughs> but it looks great, doesn't it? And yeah. It so looks... it, it matches her personality. It's got her name. So if you've got a child with a unique name, maybe that's an idea for you as well. Vistaprint.ca is where I went. It was like five bucks plus shipping. It was brilliant. Or a normal name with a unique spelling, as is the Anything trend. like that. Or you just want to make something <laughs> custom and not have to leave your house. <laughs> I am the opposite. I like look for excuses to leave you go my to house and, and talk to you'll people. You'll visit 50 stores just to see if there's an Italia pen. I know. I don't even make my own decisions when I get to the store. I'm like, let me tell you a bit about the person that I'm buying for. Yes. Please tell me what they would like. <laughs> And they're like, lady, this is Walmart. All I know is would where you the like, checkout is. Would you like a cart? Would you? <laughs> that's all, that's all. No offense to people who work at Walmart. Oh, it's yeah. not you, it's them. Or Canada Post. I feel like we should have a lot yeah, of Maybe a couple disclaimers here tonight. This, yeah. yeah, people who work at Canada Post are some of the most wonderful people. It's not you, it's, it's them. How's that? That's, right. that's a good disclaimer. Do we have some questions? We, we do. We have some questions. Awesome. 
All right. Question number one. Hi, Robbie. <laughs> Hello. Well, <laughs> not a hi. question statement. Yeah. I really enjoyed watching your videos. They're yes, extremely <laughs> helpful. All right. It would be great if you could help us with this issue below. Okay. Um, our setup: two Panasonic AG HPX two fifty cameras, I guess. Yeah. A Mac Panasonic Pro AG with HPX two fifty. That's right. Let I'm, me Google that while. Okay. I will Google it in my wig. I will keep talking while you Google. Okay, but I, Mac, need, okay. I need that model number. Okay. H, okay. No, AG dash HPX two fifty. Got it. There's two of those. Okay. A Mac Pro with Blackmagic Deck Link HD Extreme 3D Plus. Okay. Okay. That's the capture device. So we've got two cameras. Two cameras. A capture device. Right. Um, an ATEM. Yeah. 1ME switcher. All right. And an ATEM 1ME broadcast panel. Okay. There's the camera. And Wirecast 4. But let me tell you. Okay. Could be Wirecast. Five. Oh, yeah, you could win Wirecast you 5. You could win fire, Wirecast that be 5. Awesome. That would Wirecast be. 4 is fantastic, though. I mean, so with what you have, it's not <laughs> you're not restricted in any way. Okay, so here's the question. That's what okay. they have. Okay. Currently, yeah, all the camera inputs or video inputs to the ATEM 1ME switcher must all be set to the same format. And the format I choose to stream our church, ser- our church sermon using Wirecast is 720p 59.94. For streaming. Okay. Okay. We really can't afford to purchase two more AG HPX 250s. So my question to you is, can you recommend a less expensive camera that has an HDMI output and with the option to change the format to 720 59.94p? Yeah. Okay. I'm looking at this camera. It's 51, 5200 bucks on B&H. Oh, yeah. So... So with the ATEM switchers, what it sounds like you're doing, this is what this viewer is doing, is, is you've got two cameras filming the sermon, mm-hmm. going through a switcher, which is a hardware version of what we saw Wirecast as. Right. Okay? So Wirecast is the software version of what he's doing with the hardware sort of thing. But Wirecast is also a part of his chain because he wants to be able to broadcast it live to the internet. And Wirecast can be used as a you know the end of the chain if you want to do it that way it can also be used if you've got a powerful enough system as the switcher itself so you can eliminate the need for the atems unless probably the atems are used to put stuff up on the presentation projectors right right in which case wirecast 5 as i mentioned a little bit has hdmi output through the black magic card so you could replace the atem with that so that's neither here nor there that's not what you're asking we're looking for a cheaper camera right so it's for Morris, this is the thing. Okay, Morris. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much for the question. Fifty-two hundred bucks a camera. Yeah, you're right. Ten thousand bucks to get two more. Right. It's pretty pricey. Specs on this, you know, probably pretty decent. I don't. I'm not familiar with the camera, but so there's a couple of different cameras that I would look at. I'm on BNH. I would please ask that you go to BNH through Cat5.tv/bh. It's going to take you to their store. But what it does is it just puts a little cookie in your computer that says you found them through us. It lets them know that when you purchase, it goes through Category 5, and they actually give us a kickback. That's oh. one of the ways that we pay the bills. So if you're going to shop at B&H anyways this holiday season, please go through cat5.tv slash bh. So we're using that website because it's one of the ones that came up in Google. There's the, uh, the camera that you're currently using. First camera that I would look at is maybe – because you're looking – this one doesn't have – 
uh, SDI outputs, does it? It looks like, and you mentioned HDMI. Where are, does it not have photos or data? Maybe in the specs, if it has SDI H, like HD SDI, SDI one BNC. So it does have. Are you using the BNC? No, you're using HDMI, right? So you're strictly using. I because if you're buying a camera that has BNC connectors, you're paying for a feature that is quite expensive that you're not using. If you're using HDMI, that's the consumer level as far as the price goes. So uh, so let's look at cameras that have HDMI and not BNC. So where I might recommend the XF105, I would instead look at the XF100. XF105 being the same camera but with uh, with the SDI. Okay, so here's the XF100. You'll see that this one is about half the price, $24.99. It's a Canon camera. It's pretty decent. Um, it's got nice optics. It's probably going to meet your needs. I would look at the specifications. I don't have really all the information in front of me to you know, let you know. It does do 720 uh, mode video, so I would expect that you should be able to get... I don't know if you can do 60 frames. Yeah, 60p. Mm-hmm. See, it does say 60p at 720 mode only. So you can't do 60 frames uh, in 1080 mode, but you can do it in, in 720, which is exactly what you were asking for. So that's probably the... that If you can spend 2,500 times two, then the XF100 from Canon is probably the way I would go. Uh, another camera that's caught my eye recently because it's just come out... Uh, actually, I don't even think it's out yet. It's from Panasonic as well just like your other cameras, it's the AG-AC8. And it's a lower-end consumer. No, why did it change the search query? Let's try it. AG-AC8. Enter. This one is only 1200 bucks, so this is dirt oh. cheap. And it is a AVC cam. It's quite, you know, it's a, quite a bit different. The optics are not as large. I'm not too sure about the the quality of it. I've looked at a couple of different reviews and some videos, but it's still it's not even available on B and H. It says it's available for pre order only, but it is only twelve hundred bucks. It's from Panasonic, and it has uh, I'm seeing here seven twenty by four eighty. No, that's not what we want. We want full seven twenty p. Let's see the seven twenty spec. Seven twenty at sixty p. There you go. So this nice. will do. 60p just like you're asking for but it's only 1200 bucks the optics are a lot smaller in this i'm not sure what to expect or whether it's even you know i'm i'm not necessarily recommending it i'm saying check it out because the price is really price is incredible a deal you can't pass up wow kind of it's a good name it's a shoulder mount camera but I'm not too sure if it's kind of consumer-grade hardware within a shoulder mount chassis. At this point, I don't know that um, because mm-hmm. it, it still hasn't been released. I haven't got my hands on one to, to play with it and review it. Um, I'd really love to. Um, but it's coming. So that is the AG-AC8 from Panasonic. And the, that's available on B&H, too. So hopefully that gives you a couple of different options. But like I say, if you've got the budget for it, the XF100 from Canon is a really good way to go. This one, again, is slash that one in half you'll get two for the price of one two for the price of one that way so two different tiers for you hopefully that will help and you might also win if you go into i want wirecast i think you should because then you get the hdmi output that is a fantastic feature for you so that you can get the hdmi out from that deck link card up onto the big screen thank you morris Mm. all right there's a question here um from i'm i'm probably going to get this wrong O A E Systems Tech. 
There we go. OAE Systems Tech. Tech. Yeah. So um, he says, or she, I converted an old computer, Dell Optiplex 330, into a server using EasyBlue software, and Hmm. it is a Linux-based distro I'm unsure of. Would love some assistance to get it up and running for something other than a print server. Would like to use it as a web or file server or both. I have very little experience with Linux and want to leverage the system and utility of Linux. I I was thinking that maybe we've heard this question before only because I've never heard of EasyBlue myself. And then I remembered that maybe this one came up at the end of last show or something. Um, But check out Apache for your Linux computer. Um, That's going to give you web serving. Um, also, um, if you're looking to do, um, you know, PHP, you can look at the PHP five package, uh, refer back to our last episode. I think at the, at the tail end of the show, I actually touched on this question. So, okay. Thanks for sending it in. So let's see if I can find one. That's kind of a quick one. Cause yeah, we've got a couple minutes left, but yeah, running right out of time. How did we do that? Okay. Here is a question from Andrew. Andrew. I use a a program in Windows 8 that came with my motherboard that allows me to have a more fine-tuned control over my sound. For example, if I want, I can enable it to boost dialogue, audio, and videos automatically without having to constantly adjust the volume to compensate for low voice audio. Like normalization. Yes. Okay. And it can... adjust the overall volume in general to prevent those times with the audio in a recorded video when it changes drastically and has Mm. you rushing to the volume control. Mm -hmm. Not cool. Um, This is done through the THX software that came with my motherboard for my integrated sound card. Right. My question is, is there something that can mimic all or some of these features on a Linux environment? I find my sound tends to be way too hard to manage in Linux after gone from the above-mentioned features set to the default tools found in Linux. He uses <clears throat> Fedora primarily as my Linux distro of choice, but I know most Linux solutions are able to be used on any distro. So, hmm. Does anybody in the chat room have any suggestions specifically for Andrew on that one? I don't use anything like that. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 as you're reading the question, Sasha, I kind of think I'm... I'm hearing in my head maybe give a try to Jack Sound Server because okay. they're because what it does is it kind of works like an in between for your uh, Pulse Audio or your Alsa and your actual playback and it allows you to add various features, um, better mixers, things like that. As far as a specific <laughs> mixer, I wish that I had a suggestion for you specifically, Andrew. I have a question on yeah. Andrew's behalf because he says with his work schedule, he doesn't watch the live shows anymore, but he watches the on-demand. Okay. Will he be able to access then if he watches? Can he can he access the chat room afterwards and see? Is yeah. there a way? Okay, good. You can actually see the chat logs okay. um, in the show notes for episode number 324. Um, we do that with every show. Okay. And can I touch on this new feature that's coming? Yeah. You want to hear about this? Yeah. We are introducing, I'm very excited about this, I don't know why, I think it's kind of a neat feature to help you uh, as you're watching the show, on-demand video that includes closed captioning text provided by the chat room logs. So if I've said that right and you follow me, as you're watching the show, you'll in fact be able to see in place of closed captioning the things that were said live during that moment based on the logs. That's a feature that's coming to Category 5. Very excited about that. It's going to be available on our website. You have to be a registered viewer 
and then you have to go into your profile and you need to enable that feature. Mm-hmm. And then when you're watching the show through our website, you will actually see the, the closed captioning, which, <laughs> which is the chat room. It's you may notice neat. at times when the co-host gets off topic in the chat room. Then people start talking about <laughs> You're like, what things. is going on here? <laughs> Chocolate? What? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't have an exact answer for you, Andrew. Of course. Um, I'm going to look at... I'm going to see if I can find anything for you and maybe let you know. Mm-hmm. And people are making a few suggestions in the chat room. Thank you, everybody. Um, oh, and it looks like Andrew is here. Nice to see you. Is he here? Yeah, he's actually here watching live. Oh, first, first Tuesday day off yeah. in a while. Beautiful. Cool. Well, that was perfect timing. There you go. <laughs> um, Hello. Who's on next week, Robbie? Next week, uh, I've actually got Krista Wells going to be joining us, and we're going to be sitting down, and we're talking to uh, Bill Milkreist from ESET. And we're going to be talking about some of the latest antivirus protection that they're bringing out at ESET. Really exciting stuff. Um, there are some, and I mean that, there are some really innovative tools that are coming forth from the ESET labs. And also, they are bringing something with them that I think you should know about. Because we love to give things away. They are bringing preloaded Visa cards chock full of cash. And we are sending them out to you. To me, to you, or to you? To, to, oh, to you, you, To viewers me, you. who are registered <laughs> on our website, we are going to be doing some contests over the next little while, courtesy of ESET. We've got uh, Visa cash cards that we're going to be sending out, and that starts next Tuesday night uh, as ESET is going to be joining us, and we're going to be talking about their products and, and uh, giving away some of those. So you don't want to miss out. It's going to be awesome. Sasha, it's always great having you here. Thanks for It is always great us. to be here can't believe we're out of time folks wish i could be here every tuesday but that's unfair yeah to everybody just to the other co-hosts to To everyone else it's very fair and well and also to the restaurant (laughs) that serves half price wings oh i want to be there sorry folks tuesday night's show is canceled (laughs) Um, sorry for your luck i'm eating chicken wings half price half price can't beat that are they open after eight Yes, they are. Nice. Comes with a side of fries. Fantastic. Sounds <laughs> like a plan. See you there. We brought, can we broadcast? Do they have internet? We broadcast from there? Yeah, we have. We'll talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's yeah. do this. All right, let's do it. See ya. Have a Bye. good week. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed the show. Category 5 TV broadcasts live from Barrie, Ontario, Canada every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern. If you're watching this on demand or through cable TV, check out the local showtimes in your area at Category5.tv and find out when you can watch live and interact in the community chat room. Category 5 is a production of Prodigy Digital Solutions and is licensed under Creative Commons Attribution 2.5 Canada. We'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in.